I love the phrase in the first reading. Our ways are not the same as God's ways. I sure wish they would be. Because I, I would be happier if God would do what I want, you know? I would want Notre Dame to win. He would want Ohio to win. <laughs> My ways are not his ways. I know, I know that. But. but I wonder, what is the struggle we have when God's ways are not our ways? I had a woman come to see me last week. She goes, Father, I just have a question. She said that her a relative, I think it was her brother-in-law, is sick with cancer and suffering. And she said, why does he have to suffer? Why God can just stop people from suffering? And I don't know the answer. I don't know why it's happening that way. But I do know that God loves us in the midst of our suffering. He even said, come to me when your life is weary and burdensome, and I will lighten your burden. He doesn't say, come to me when you're suffering and struggling, and I'll take it all away. He says, I will lighten the burden. And I think he lightens the burden oftentimes through our faith, through the community among us, through the way he saves us in our life. But I don't understand why God doesn't listen to us. Stop that suffering. God's ways are not our ways. But think about our own experience of life, how we struggle and we wish God would do it our way. Or at least, you know, with hearing the gospel, but it seems like if we just, if God would just help us be just, you know, people would just be just what's going on in their life, it would be much better. And yet, there's not a lot of justice going on. If we look at the gospel story, it's a parable, okay? Make sure he said that. He tells a parable. Parables are human experience with a twist to get the point across about something, about God or the kingdom. So he tells the story that people would understand about a landowner going out and hiring someone to work for him. Now, first of all, that's already a twist, if you know in that time of Jesus, the landowner would never have go out and get someone. He would have his employee, a servant, go and get people. It's a twist because he's talking about God. God comes out to get us. God wants us. So he tells the story. And then as he goes out, he goes out continuing the story. Throughout the day, he brings people in to work for him more people in the work for him. Even at the very end of the day, there's only an hour left, he picks people up to work for him. And at the end, he pays them from those who first came to those last. And he gave a full day's wage to the last people who were there for an hour. Now, they understand, a full day's wage was barely enough for a family. It was barely enough. There was no minimum wage. Barely enough for them. So it's almost like as he tells the story, the, first, the last people needed something for their family. So he's helping them, their family. Of course, out of justice, the first people will come on. I need something for my family, but I've been here all day. right? I've been working, my, I've been working off a lot. So you better give me something. More. And the twist is, he doesn't. Gives the exact same daily wage. 
It doesn't seem just. It doesn't seem right. If we hear that story as a story of justice, what we should do with our employees, employers, we're missing the story. Because the story is to tell us something deeper about God and the kingdom. God reaches out to us. God wants us. God doesn't just want certain people. He wants everyone. And if, as he tells the story, that the first people who first came in, honestly, were the Jewish people. They were with God as God's people. They were the first ones. And more now are coming. Now the Gentiles are going to be coming in. Every other one's coming in. The apostles, everyone's coming in now. Even the sinners, even those who don't deserve anything, they're now following Jesus. They're coming into the kingdom. They may have come much later, but they're coming into the kingdom. Because God wants all of us to be part of who he is. Wants all of us to do it, be part of it. But he's telling the story to his disciples, which is, if we hear the gospel, he's telling it to us. So who were the first ones for us? Those who have come to church. We're all here, right? We're in church. We're the first ones who come to know Christ. Now, some have come here, maybe don't come here often, but we're still here now. doesn't matter when you come. What it matters is God wants you here. God wants you part of the kingdom. God wants us all to be here together. And doesn't matter if you're the first and most holy and most gracious people to the last who are truly true sinners but are still here. doesn't matter. God welcomes all of us here today, all of us into the kingdom, that God wants to show that. Jesus is saying, see, all of us are here, all are equal in the eyes of God to come into the kingdom. Now, this doesn't seem fair. I mean, I'm, I'm a cradle Catholic. For goodness sake, I've been following the rules ever since I was a little kid. I was good, but I've been following the rules. Shouldn't I get a little more extra and a little extra for being part of the kingdom? When we're in the kingdom, it doesn't matter how much we have because we're part of the kingdom. God can't love us more than the way that God's loving us now. If I follow the rules, Lord, if I'm really a good Catholic, I'm really a good person, you'll bless me more. He already blesses us more than we can imagine. Even in our struggles, he wants to bless us more than we can imagine. I just met someone out here who just came back, and he's recovering from surgery, from cancer, and he thinks, Father, I'm doing treatment, but hopefully they got it all. God wants to bless him even in the midst of that. Not more. As always, God is blessing us. God is always blessing us. So the, the good news for us today is God has called us. God is with us. God, we, are, we are now with God. That's the good news for us. Now the challenge for us is how do we live that we are live now part of God? How do we live that we are part of God? How do we show that love to all people equally as part of the kingdom? Or we just still say, well, you know, I am here first. I was here first. I'm entitled to something better because, you know, 
You know who I am. I love going to banquets and the people, certain people get certain seats, you know. It's that, well, they know them, so they get it, but I don't know the person, so I get back here. In God's kingdom, it doesn't matter. How do we show that in our living our life? It doesn't matter our status. It doesn't matter our age. It doesn't matter our sex. It doesn't matter anything, but we are God's. And how do we show that to one another? Paul said that in the letter, his letter today. Live how we've been changed. Live it. Live that. That's the invitation for us. And I thank God for my family, my mom and dad, who weren't the, the perfect people, but perfect for me, and how they taught us to reach out to those who really need to be reached out to. We have people at our house at times, I couldn't speak their language. People who were uh, disabled, and I felt very uncomfortable, but my mom said, this is our brothers and sisters. They're teaching us we are all in the kingdom, not just certain people. Now, we can't look at this, the gospel today and think, well, it was really about that, that we can be unjust. We don't care about justice. That's not true. We need justice, and we need to work for justice. But I think even injustice has to be always tempered with mercy and love. Always. That's the kingdom. So how are we doing that today? We gather on the table of the Lord. We thank God for who we are. But we also thank God that he's with us to help us. That we can help one another realize the kingdom with compassion, mercy, forgiveness, by the example of how we care for one another. The very beginning of Mass, Dr. Lenny said, you know, share an experience of a, around them. What meal was powerful for you? How many shared about the meal here? This meal. When my sister left the Catholic Church, this is one meal I, I was so sad she could not eat share with me anymore. I love this meal because it nourishes me to live the gospel. It nourishes me to see the word, the loving presence of God among us. Let's pray today and give me thanks for all that who we are. We are God's. God's with us. Let's also pray that we may share that to those who really need it with love and compassion.